1: So experts are starting to take a look at the COVID end game. What does that look like? We know, I mean, take a look at any disease, right? You know, measles, chickenpox, all these things that we have vaccines for, they they, they pop up once in a while. When you take a look at vaccination rates for COVID right now, there's billions and billions and billions of people who've been vaccinated, but there's billions more who haven't. We're at about 50%, almost 50% of the global population, and they figure it could be another year at least before we get to everybody. Now, in the meantime... There's some developments, and you've probably heard the news, about a couple of treatment options, pills, um, and there's a lot of buzz around these saying, you know, these could really go a long way because it's not just vaccines. There's treatment and all kinds of other things, and these could be a real game changer. So let's find out what they are, why they'd be a game changer, and, and how they work. We're going to chat with Patrick Jackson now. Patrick is an assistant professor of infectious disease at the University of Virginia. Uh, Patrick, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you joining us.
2: Absolutely.
1: Happy to do it. So we're hearing about these new antiviral treatments for COVID pills, essentially. Um, Pfizer, Merck, both talking about these. Um, How important would these be on top of, you know, the antibody treatments that we're using in vaccines? Just how big of a development would these antiviral pills be?
2: I think that could be a pretty substantial improvement to our current treatment of COVID-19 if we can pair that with rapid home-based testing. Um, I think this really kind of gets us much closer to the way that we deal with influenza um, right now, where vaccines are still our, our, our best um, you know, prevention measure. Um, but we also have meaningful uh, treatments that can help people stay out of the hospital if they do get sick.
1: And from what I'm reading, I guess the goal here and the the dream of how these pills would work, it would be, you know, like you say, with uh, not necessarily the flu, but, um, you know, an ear infection or strep throat or something like that, where you can go to your family doc, get a script and go home. You're not part of the healthcare system
2: any more than a visit to the family doc, right? Yeah, exactly. So unlike the monoclonal antibody treatments that have to be given in a supervised setting and then patients are being monitored for an hour after receiving it, these would be much easier to give uh, for people who are in more resource limited settings and more rural settings and just kind of have less uh, having to go into the hospital or, or to an infusion clinic. Yeah,
1: exactly. So how do, we, how do these drugs work? What do we know about the science behind them? So
2: they're two different drugs. So so the first drug manufactured by Pfizer is called Paxlovid. It's a protease inhibitor. Um, And so uh, both of of these drugs um, stop the virus from being able to complete its replication cycle. So so, so it can't kind of make new viruses. Um, So what Paxlovid does is is the virus makes a lot of the proteins that it needs to complete its replication cycle. as one big string called a polyprotein. And then that polyprotein needs to get chopped up with molecular scissors into several different proteins that are actually functional. And what Paxlovid does is it prevents those molecular scissors from doing that chopping up. So the virus can make this long polyprotein, but it can't chop it up to make it active. And so the virus can't replicate it.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay. okay.
2: Molnupiravir um, works in a different way. And what molnupiravir does is it prevents the virus from being able to copy its genetic code accurately. So the virus needs to make copies of the RNA that it carries all of its genes on many times uh, with complete its life cycle. And in the presence of melanopiravir, the virus makes a bunch of mistakes every time it tries to copy its molecular code. And that actually makes it so the virus can't produce functional proteins and can't make new viruses. It's a phenomenon called error catastrophe. Uh, So they're really kind of an interesting mechanism of uh, treating a virus, and it may be quite difficult for the virus to develop resistance.
1: Interesting. Now, how effective are these meds? Do we know yet? Is there any science to tell us just how effective a treatment it is?
2: So the only data that we have about both of these drugs comes from press releases from the companies themselves. Okay. So no data has been publicly released or peer-reviewed. So people should kind of take all of this with a significant grain of salt, but hopefully we will learn more. You know, in, in different studies, uh, Molnupiravir uh, prevented people who are at high risk of COVID-19 um, having bad outcomes who are true within five days of symptom onset reduced their risk of hospitalization or death by about 50%. Um, for Paxlovid, uh, and again in a high-risk population group, it reduced the risk um, of people uh, progressing to hospitalization or death by somewhere in the range of 85 to 89 percent, depending on when they were treated. Those were not head-to-head studies, so you sure. can't really say that Paxlovid is better or worse than Molnupiravir. And we don't really have a lot of great safety data yet um, from, from these press releases. Uh, but it is very encouraging and, and kind of suggests that these drugs may be on par with the monoclonal antibodies in terms of how effective they are.
1: So in terms of getting that evidence and that data that we need, what's the timeline on these
2: drugs? Well, uh, the U.S. Uh, well, so so the United Kingdom has already authorized use of molnupiravir, um, and um, you know should be rolling out there. Uh, in the United States, um, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration will be reviewing data on molnupiravir on November 30th, and as part of that review process, we should get a lot more data that actually gets released. Uh, and Pfizer has also applied to the U.S. FDA for um, authorization for Paxlovid. And again, as that process moves forward, we should see more data. Um, So I'm hoping within the next few weeks that we'll learn more, at least about molnupiravir and hopefully about it as well.
1: When we take a look at COVID and how this whole thing is going to look a year from now, two years from now, we know we've got vaccines, we know we've got the uh, monoclonal antibodies, now we've got these potentially. It's going to take this whole suite of treatment options, right, in order to sort of get it to a stage where it's not having the impact on society it is now.
2: Yeah, I think these treatment options, the vaccines, and testing is going to be a really key component here because, like with all antiviral drugs, they have to be given um, early, uh, within the before the, the symptoms have, have progressed for very much, um, for them to be effective. And so I think that the future state is encouraging everyone to get vaccinated, um, boosters as needed, um, early testing that people can access at home or, or very easily to the doctors' offices, and then treatment so they can get, um, you know, just as quickly as possible if they get a positive diagnosis.
1: Excellent. Uh, Patrick, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us.
2: Absolutely. It's a pleasure.
1: That is Patrick Jackson, who is an assistant professor of infectious diseases at the University of Virginia. So there you go. Uh, We'll track this. Uh, Health Canada also being asked to review um, these. Well, they're pills. That's what they are which would change things because, you know, when we we talk about this whole COVID thing, it's all about the healthcare system, right? The healthcare system, the healthcare system. Well, if you have something that works as well as the monoclonal antibodies, which have to be taken in hospital through IV, uh, that a family doc can write you a script for, and then you go home and recover just like you do with a whole host of illnesses that we deal with every day in this country, uh, it really changes things. So encouraging, encouraging news there.